Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Before I get things started, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been supporting the podcast. Please, if you really enjoy the podcast, take the time to hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, whatever you're listening the podcast on, whether it's iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever it is, hit the like button, hit subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your friends. That's the most important part. Please just get the word out of the podcast. We'll be getting more and more people really complimenting us, and we really appreciate your support. Now, speaking of support, I want to go ahead and say Shout out to our great sponsors. Go to chocaloha.com and use the promo code Jujitsu Radio to get 20% off your entire purchase from the store. Pick yourself up a shirt, some spats, some patches, keychains, whatever it is that you get from chocaloha.com. When you use the promo code Jujitsu Radio, you're going to get 20% off. And then you're going to be rolling with Chocaloha. And then that's a pretty good deal. Then check out jujitsusoapco.com. Jujitsusoapco.com is probably some of the best soap and accessories, soap and soap accessories. If you go and use the promo code JJ Radio, you will get 10% off your entire purchase. You can pick yourself up some exfoliating soap that's limited edition. You can pick yourself up a dope beanie that I've been rocking in these random cold fronts. It's super comfortable. Get yourself a shirt. Get yourself a hat. Get yourself some soap. So look clean. Smell clean. It's kind of the way to go. Promo code is JJ Radio when you go to jujitsusoapco.com. As always, check out our homies over at giraffechoke.com. Use the promo code JJ Radio to get your discount. Just go. Pick yourself up a dope hat. You guys always see me rocking my Superman punch hat or my rear naked choke t-shirt. That's where I get it from. Giraffechoke.com. It's not about trying to look tough. It's all about just spreading positive vibes and, uh, and just becoming a better martial artist. Now, when you come down here and hang out with us here in South Florida, you know what we're going to do. We're going to take you over to Nomad Surf Shop. If you go to nomadsurf1968.com, you can check out their inventory, but to get the discount, to get the full experience, you got to come down to the store, tell them we sent you, and you're going to get 10% off your entire order or your purchase, and you're going to get a surfboard, you're probably going to get a rash guard, you're probably going to get some board shorts, and guess what, you're going to get 10% off of your purchase so check them out nomad surf shop shout out to nomad been doing it since 1968 they are some of the coolest crew members in the area now don't forget to always check us out and follow sean at gorilla boy bjj check me out at sonder marketing s-o-n-d-e-r marketing and always subscribe to the uh follow the uh jiu-jitsu radio instagram you should definitely follow the instagram because we're always posting up some funny memes or some goofy videos of what's going on in our world we got a ton of stuff coming at you we have a special guest on today's podcast good friend of ours who's got a unique life to say the least he's a shark diver he's an alligator diver i want to say hunter just because it sounds cool but when you hear some of his crazy stories you are going to learn how to fight off 
a shark attack and an alligator attack. So, you know, if you're going to start off 2019, you better get some knowledge. This is our good friend, Alex. You can't Neva? <laughs> Deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Keep stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine, right, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! All right, gentlemen, cheers. And we're back. Episode 50. 50. So you know. wow. And today, we actually have special guest, Sean, I don't know if you noticed. What? We have a guest today. Shut up. Go ahead and introduce yourself, my friend. My name's Alex. Um, I mean, just Alex. You just, just go Alex. by Alex? Yeah, just Alex. Alex, what do you do, Alex? Because I kind of hyped you up a little bit on Instagram today. All right. And I mean, I didn't know really how to specifically give you a title. I just said shark diver. I was going to go okay. with shark hunter, but you don't kill them. You actually just like play around with them, which is... I would almost go more like a waterman. You're more like a waterman kind of a guy. A waterman? Yeah. I never heard that. You never heard that term? Uh, It's like I heard water boy. Like, like uh, what's the guy that's married to Gabby Reese? I don't know. Off the the top of my, can't even think. Is Gabby Reese? You don't know Gabby Reese? Yeah, I don't know who Gabby Reese is. (laughs) Laird Hamilton. (laughs) Laird Hamilton. Laird Hamilton. Who's that? You don't know who Laird Hamilton is? Do you know who Laird Hamilton is? I don't know. Laird Hamilton is one of the most famous surfers ever to live. Okay, well, he's the guy that you can't tell me that to me. I'm not like you know. He's basically the the guy that invented paddle boarding. He's also the guy that invented like the foil board. Oh, that guy. Like the guy that just lives in Hawaii and like does rad shit. Well, he lives in Hawaii, not here. I don't know. But anyway, okay. But (laughs) so you're basically every everything they do is revolved about around water. Yeah, yeah, I love water. Um, water I spend, is delicious. I spend lots of time in the water for sure. Mo- so right, most back of to my it. time. So you are a shark diver, waterman, and jeweler, and yes. what else? Alligator hunt, alligator, alligator enthusiast. enthusiast. Yeah, I love alligators. I spend lots of. I actually started uh, started with alligators, and then that's how I got into sharks. Um, so when I moved to Florida, I kind of like wanted to wrangle alligators, and then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 That's literally the reason for the movie. It's like, well, kind of want to wrangle you know, alligators. How, how did you, how did that form? Like, did you? I've always, it? I've always loved like crocodiles. Like, just the way that they are. Like, they're just like the ultimate predator, and they just make them like sick because they just, they're so efficient at what they do, at right. like hunting and just being super stealthy, which is kind of what I like about them. Um, so when I moved here, I like kind of like got into handling them a bit and then decided that it was actually more fun to just go out and basically like swim with them and find them underwater. Um. So wait, hold on. See, this is the whole part. <laughs> this is why I wanted you on here because I've wanted to ask you like so many questions for like since I, I met you because everything that you do is just mind-blowing to me. So hold on. From the beginning, you moved here from where? So I moved to Florida. Um I've been all over the place, but I was originally born in uh, Switzerland and then got a French citizenship and then moved to Tampa uh, when I was really young. I was like seven, uh, which kind of gave me my love for Florida. So it wasn't like a random move. It's kind of the same but with me. But then, unfortunately, I had to go to Dallas for a few years, which like there's no ocean there, no crocs, <laughs> no no alligators. 
no sharks. So There's kind snakes. of landlocked. Tex- Texas got snakes. Yeah, snakes, but that's not as cool as I mean, snakes are cool, but I don't know. So they're not alligator. Then cool. um I moved to Singapore for my last year of uh high school and then to Florida for college, which uh yeah, it's been good. Singapore, that's, that's an interesting place for high school. Yeah, so why why Singapore for high school? It was just like the last, it was actually the second semester of high school. Um, my dad's job, he worked over there. Um, but yeah, it was really random. It was really random. That's Huge cool city. Though. But the cool part about there is uh, like there's lots of crazy stuff like around Singapore, like Indonesia, like yeah. all sorts of stuff. They got gators out there. They got, yeah, they, they have rocking. saltwater crocodiles yeah. there. Yeah. Um, monitors, stuff like that. So... Now, fast forward back to you started handling gators. Now, was this really a someone, like you met someone that knew how to handle gators and you started learning from them? Or was it like, I'm going to go fill up a gator? No, no. So, yeah, actually I did. I met uh, met this dude, Hunter Thompson. Uh, He he was like a crazy good, like, wrangler. Uh, He was just kind of like, yeah, man, like I'll take you out there, show you them and stuff. He was a lot more, like, hands-on. Um, and I kind of liked that, but then I realized that it was a lot more fun. Like when you're out there and looking for them, it's like a hunt. Like you're moving through their environment. You have to like move a certain way and you basically have to like put yourself in the mind of one to like not, I mean, there is like a danger to it, but, um, by getting in the mind of one, you can take a lot of that away by knowing what to do and what not to do. Right. So... When was your, like, first oh shit moment? Like, learning the hard way of, like, oh, damn, I almost lost a hand there. Um, so with alligators, um, I've actually not really had too many of those where it's, like, been, like, an actual close call with one, like, striking at me. But um, I have had alligators, like, what they like to do, they love to, like, lurk in shadows. So sometimes, like, when you're swimming through their environment and you miss one, like, one's, like, hiding and you miss it, it'll, like, stalk you. Um, so that happened one time, and that was, <laughs> like... Now, is it stalking you to eat you, or is it stalking you to fuck with you? It depends. Usually, when they're stalking something like that, it's either, like, a big male that, like, has a female nearby, and they're just kind of seeing if you're passing through or if you're going to stick around, and, like, they don't want you in their territory, or it can be, like, a predatory like attack or they just want to like challenge you because they're you're in their, you're territory. In their territory here get that the mic a little closer to you, you get so you were swimming and it was chilling in the shadows and you turn around it's like oh there's one like on my tail yeah so you constantly have to be like checking your surroundings that's like a huge part of of doing this but um yeah basically th- that's exactly like how you said it was just like following my fins um I how have far, like, how like yeah, how far back? Yeah, he was pretty <laughs> close behind my fins, probably like a foot or two. But there's like three feet of fins, and then like where I am. So right, right, right. He was he was seeing the fins, and that's kind of what he was falling. But um, yeah, when you're moving through there, it's like very important to look as much like an alligator as possible. If you just have just your head sticking out, like to an alligator that looks like a duck, and then it could just come in. Fuck. So man. that's like a very and a four foot alligator is like really powerful. Like, very, very powerful. Like, how, what size is it that, I guess, like, you have, like, a little baby alligator. It's, like, a little footer. You can kind of play around with it. It's still going to do some damage to you if it bites you. But yeah, what's the size that it can get to before you're like, okay, this thing will definitely take off a finger? 
Well, a finger, um, very small. I mean, like a probably like a two foot alligator is like has the power and capability if it wanted to to take your finger off. See, now, gators, man. <laughs> um, like a gator that could potentially kill you, uh, probably like I'd say like four feet, like a solid four foot alligator could. If a it, four foot gator is not that big. No, no. But and it's a lot of muscle. No, like, I understand. But a four foot gator is like when you think about it. You see four. That's you literally four, like my foot to to about like halfway yeah, yeah. up my yeah, waist. But and that's without the tail. You're, or is that what the that's without the tail, right? Four feet. Without I'd the say tail. yeah, like no, is even tail. A factor? Yeah, yeah, no tail. Yeah, I'd say like I'd say just overall four feet. Like overall four yeah. feet. Like can, nose can to kill tail. You. Yeah, because what what happens is if it sees like your head. What they do, what alligators do very often is they come in, they grab, and then they either roll or the smaller alligators don't really roll. They just they shake. So if an alligator grabs a duck, it just comes in, grabs it, gives it like a quick shake to break the neck. Yeah, and then and then it it kind of like so it'll chill with it for a little while and then it'll swallow it or eat chunks off. But if it like bites you in the head and it shakes, like it's not a good situation. So <laughs> you're gonna have a bad time. Yeah, when I'm when I'm swimming through there, I have a camera, and you have to like use that as a shield. It's similar in like martial art, martial art. You have to like never uh, like have your guard down. Like you always have to like I'm always very compact. Always like making sure like when I'm swimming through that environment that I'm in like a position. I try to think of what the gator's seeing if right. it's seeing me past. That makes sense because I mean if you're swimming and you're just like breaststroking out there. Like your arms out, that's just a flail. Yeah. Like that's just exactly, an extra yeah. like So wait, hold on. Before we cut you off. So yeah. you're telling me I got about three and a half feet worth of like gator that I could put Sean up against before we actually have to worry about it. I mean, if you were just like messing with it like that, the, No, the, I'm saying like toe to toe, I'm throwing Sean at a gator. Like we gotta have like No, you gotta fight. have probably a bigger gator. Like <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Sean's <laughs> so, a pretty big guy. I mean like if it was if it was what I was talking about, like the whole head thing, that's like worst case scenario. That's right. just like the power, sheer power. It's kind of the same thing as like a snake. Like you hear about people with boa constrictors, they have like, uh, like an eight foot boa has the power to right. kill somebody just by suffocating them. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it like you know. Right, it'll you do know, it. Like human, that's the thing about humans is they have like the power of their mind that they can use against like a. And uh, that's where martial arts comes in. Exactly, yeah. So because I, if you, if you, because we've had this discussion where martial arts helps you stay calm in a dangerous situation because you're constantly fighting for your life in martial arts, especially jujitsu. Right. Jujitsu, you're constantly, like, if I don't let go of the choke, you're dead. Yeah. So people fight hard because you're technically fighting for your life. So, when you go out there and you got you got a gate, you're staring down face to face with a gator. It's easier to relax if you got a little bit of martial arts training. I maybe, but I mean, I'm pretty sure if anybody's getting bit in the leg, they're not gonna be like, "Hmm, I'm gonna chill here for a second and assess the situation." No, you're gonna be like, "Fucking no!" Get this you're gonna me. you're yeah, but we you can react. Like I, I would say like yeah, it's equivalent to like if you start choking someone initially, like if you get like a white belt, you start choking them, they're gonna freak out. But anyone that's been doing it for a while, like, you'll have at least a second, okay, I see what's the situation. This is what I need to do next. Maybe. Yeah. I'm still not going to say that's going to what's going to fucking happen. But he, he's, he's right, though. I mean, like, um, before I started, like, 
I, I don't do jujitsu. I just do like stand up stuff. And um, this is jujitsu radio, Alex. At the, at the so table. just lie. Just okay. say you do jujitsu. Okay, okay. I got a, I got a belt there for you. You can just rock that. <laughs> All right. So, um, anyways, he's right though. Like uh, martial arts training does in those situations, especially like with the sharks um, and also the gators, somewhat. Um, it does help actually. For like sure. I, no, I'm, I'm, I mean, all jokes aside, yeah, for sure it's going to help you. But I'm still going to say, like, thinking, all right, I have, like, four feet of gator that I can deal with. Anything past four feet, that's out of my, yeah. uh, well, that's no, out of my four, weight division. Four feet, four feet if, you're, if you're paralyzed. Probably, you, you probably can fight off maybe a five to six footer for a few minutes, enough to get away. Yeah. I see, think you could, you could triangle an alligator, but you definitely couldn't armbar an alligator. <laughs> dude, I right. saw, dude, have you seen the, like, it was, I think it was, it might not have been alligators. I think it was crocs. There was a group of crocs and one of them just latched onto the other one's leg and started oh, rolling. Oh, yeah, just throw, snapped it right took, off. took the leg right off. The I alligator heard. was just like, whatever. Yeah. I don't have a leg. Yeah, it's, they heal so quickly. I've seen alligators out there with crazy crazy injuries like i've seen some with just like tails just fully missing like no tail like just a little stub like that big um but back to what he was saying about like the four foot alligator it's all about what you know and that's kind of like the same with martial arts it's like if an alligator was coming straight at me a lot of times like if you don't know you'd freak out but there's like certain things you can do. So in that situation, what you do is you basically like hold them underneath the chin like that. And mm. that's a spot they can't really, they're just very confused because they can't like, see the it. Fuck? And you just like grab them and you just kind of like hold them like that and levitate them. Right. And they just freeze. They literally just like put their feet out. No matter like I've, I've done this with like four foot gators. I've done it with like 12 foot gators. They react the same. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No, wait, wait, wait. You no, just wait, gave, wait, wait, you wait, gave wait. like a, a turkey neck grab to a 12 foot gator is what you're telling me fuck that i'm good well here's my question where like are you going out in like palm beach canal and doing this are you going out oh no wait we'll get there we'll get there because he started telling me a fucking story before he got here i was like no no no. we'll get into that because he's got a fucking crazy story well yeah this is this is just the gator portion of the conversation yeah. we'll get we to got, the sharks we're gonna get into the sharks. we'll get to the sharks later no, yeah, we we'll get into that part later because I'm telling you, he was telling me a story before. I was like, dude, no, no, we got to talk about that when Sean gets here. Okay. So wait, so, all right. The you goozle been, in wrestling, we call that the goozle. The goozle. You give really? him the goozle. That's, it's a thing. It's that's like, a, it's a thing. When you when you grab somebody by the throat, it's called giving them the goozle. So, so you're grabbing, you're, so like you're the jawline's here, yeah, the jawline's here, and you're here. just grabbing that little flap in between. Yeah, so you grab the skin. It's actually like really soft skin, like on an alligator. Like all the whole alligator is very, very tough, but right like under here, right, it's like it's super so soft. And they can get for everybody that that's mm-hmm. not yeah. watching the podcast and is listening, it's basically grabbing the skin flap that's under your jaw. So for people that have that turkey neck, like that wouldn't like you. That's the new handle for you. Well, you have to start grabbing me from there. Have you seen the video of that dude? Um, it was making the rounds a couple years ago. He jumps in the water and like two f- 
I don't know, eight, ten foot gators get in the water and like he plays with them. Like, yeah. He puts their, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He puts their head it's like on their head. Somewhere. Well, no, it's here. It's it's either in. It's got to be either New Orleans or yeah, Florida. Yeah, I think I saw that video. It was yeah. in uh, Louisiana, I think. I'm not sure, but I think it was. And like the guy jumps in the the, the water, like he's swimming. He's not touching the ground. But yeah. what, what every like there was two of them, and he would he gave them the goozle. He would they would come by him, and he would. Yeah, lifting them, them is like a very good way to just kind of like. The other thing is though is that gators are actually really smart. They're a lot smarter than like people think. Um, they they do assess situations like when they. For a gator, I don't see it's different because it might see me in a different way. But when I'm sitting like right in front of an alligator, um, the gator's looking back and it's seeing something that it's not really seen before. You know, it's seeing like a shiny mask. Like I got a big camera there. It doesn't. It looks like a huge eyeball looking at it. So they're they also kind of like figure that out. And some people like who like feed them and stuff. They they can do that because the alligator you know trusts that person. Yeah, I think I think that's what I think he was feeding them. Yeah, I'm sure. So I think they got the. I mean, they they were like pets. They were like well, they was, were almost like nuzzling them. Yeah, it was weird. Do you remember the lady? This was like four or five years ago. There was a lady. It was right down here somewhere. I want to say Delray, like Pompano area. Yeah, yeah. She would go out every day and feed a gator, and then one day she was just walking by the canal and it snagged up her dog, and then she's like decides to go into the water to try and like snag the gator and the gator snags her arm and one of the neighbors just found her like delirious like floating obviously she's losing blood and she's just mumbling yeah oh, it took her arm yeah it took her arm like no man i'm not fucking with that i'd do some dope gator wrestling for sure if like he's sitting there showing me all right do this like if i gotta go catch one like on the property or something but i'm not swimming in the everglades and like goozling the Give gator the goozle it's weird it's it's like with gators, it's like they're almost docile enough. Like, like comparing gators to sharks, like, given the choice, I'd rather face a gator than a shark. Was it, ask the expert. I'm not. No, no, we'll get what to you, that. No, 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 no. He's laughing right now. No, 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 no. He's smirking. And he no, no, just... I, no. Because of their, they, like, you know, look, they're mostly just chilling. They're, they're like, when you, when you go and see them, they're like chilling on the, on the surface. Well, remember, I told you, like, we went, I went camping with, uh, I think you know Mike and and Andrew. Like, yeah. We had like a whole group of people, and we went up to to Gainesville to go camping to was it Rainbow Springs, Rainbow River yeah, up there, yeah, yeah. and you. Go down a canal, you just float down the canal. So there was at one point closer towards the end. I mean, there just had to be hundreds of people in the water. And we're going, we're going. You can obviously stay in the middle of the canal or like to the outside. We're sitting on the outside and there's some brushes. And I look and there's a little gator just chilling there. And he's watching everybody flow by. Everybody. And nobody had a fucking clue he's even there. He had to be like a good four footer. But all I saw was the head. And it had to be like this big. And he's just sitting there. That's like, decent scoping everybody i'm like fucking get me back on like it doesn't matter we were on like float or no we were on a kayak i was like get me on this fucking kayak but it was just sitting there chilling it's like nope yeah line. they they can i mean some of them less than others you know the more people they've seen the less scared they're going to be but then there's also some gators that i've run into that you can't even approach because they're so afraid of people because they've like never they don't know what it is like some gators I'll swim to the bottom. It'll be chilling at the bottom. And then you'll sit there for like 10 seconds. And then it just, just gone, gone, just explodes and swims right away. By the way, if anybody wants to follow Alex and see kind of a lot of the the stuff that he does, 
um, and a lot of the, the crazy photos, how close he gets to these gators and to the sharks. Uh, we're going to tag him, uh, obviously, on everything because to say your name will be too Yeah, the, the Instagram, try, try saying it's the like Insta- X underscore E underscore L underscore. Or is it? See? That's what I'm saying. It's like you're kind of complicated. But we'll definitely tag it because the other thing that you do, and not to jump ahead, is from one photographer to another, you are an amazing fucking photographer like but like all means and i know you brought some some prints here to check out we'll go over like in a little bit because i definitely want to give them the presentation that they need but the all the photographs and stuff are going to be on your instagram too now you kind of do a lot more than just hang around with them like you really go in there and just now you're doing a, a video right or a movie yeah yeah we're working on a movie um yeah, that's gonna be a sweet one. We're still like figuring out the whole storyline, but uh, it's gonna be like a, like a. It's not a documentary. It's a movie. It's like it's like both kind of. It's, a it's like movie. mixed in. Yeah, it's like a good docu doc movie. It's what almost like a documentary. like a Sasha Baron Cohen, but with alligators. Okay. <laughs> so so, what is the biggest gator you've encountered? Um, the very biggest one I've ever encountered was really big um unfortunately i wasn't able to like spend that much time with it but um it was uh, it was in the upper key, like a little bit above the keys um i can't say exactly where but um it was probably close to like i think it was like 13.8 feet we put a um like a, a piece of pvc pipe next to it that was five feet long and we like measured it on photoshop it was like really big did it, did it jetted or um, you guys yeah so basically no no so <laughs> it was it was really clear water um and then it basically kind of like moved and we were moving around it and it murked it up and then after the murk kind of like so it was murky so what we did was we went to the edge of like where it was just chilled a little bit because we didn't want to be in that space with it with all the water murky and then when it settled down it was just gone. <laughs> yeah. No, man. Fuck that. But it was, that was definitely the biggest one. The second biggest one, which is actually a gator that I, I go back and see um, pretty often, is probably like 12 and a half feet. And he's like one of my favorite gators because he's like actually pretty like understanding. He's seen me a few times. So he like, he, he kind of knows, you know, what's going on. Like, get an idea that I have like a six foot four, six foot six wingspan. Right? That's twice. That's twice this. Yeah. Fuck that, man. I'm yeah, good. he's in the last like two years, he's probably grown like two feet, but he's gotten like much more girthy. So what about like the the that famous gator that's on the golf course that you see? That's like the giant dinosaur. Yeah, I saw videos of that. I'm constantly doing research and like trying to find like new spots to go like dive with the gators, basically, yeah. and sharks and caimans and stuff. Um, I saw that it was on the west coast, and that water's kind of too murky there, but um, definitely a big so, gator. So you're not going to go over there to check it out in person? Basically, if it's less than... Guys, by the way, like, don't try this at home. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. don't try Dis- this at home. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Don't, don't try this at home. Um, but basically, um, if it's, like, for me, like, four feet, four to five foot viz is, like, not... Like, if it's less than four to five foot viz, I don't go. But I prefer it. Um, usually the winter months are a lot better. I prefer to go when it's, like, maybe 15 to, like, 25 foot viz. Give you some, some running range? 
yeah 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 also the other the other thing is a lot of times i'll go out there during this time of year where the water there is like very cold so what that does is um the gators are like not active they're not breeding they're not feeding a whole lot they're not like competing for territory because the water's really high um if you go in the summer it's like a fully different ball game like the gators are breeding always hungry because they're they're just digesting so quick because of the heat um and the water's super low and super murky and they're just a whole basically a whole different character when it's uh summer versus winter so don't ever jump into murky water yeah, I, I wanna, summer I, in florida i, I want to step back a little bit when you said the 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 with the 13.8 foot yeah gator he murked the water up or do you guys swimming around murk the water up yeah so in the spots where we swim it's like very silty so it was me and two other people um, and we murked the we like murked the water. Okay, because at first I was like, did that fucking gator that like start up. shaking shit so he could fuck with you guys? Yeah, no, like, but some some crocodile uh, not gators do it some, but caimans will bury themselves to where they disappear, and then you don't know where they are. But the 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 reason they do that is not because they're gonna like launch a, a surprise attack; it's just to get away from you because they're yeah. they're super afraid of people. See, I remember I went wakeboarding in Lake Ida one time. And I was just sitting there waiting for the boat to start. So I'm like set up. And all of a sudden, I just felt like something like just whack my legs underwater. Like it weren't up there underwater. I was like, fucking get this boat moving. <laughs> like, fuck. I was like, we're done for the day. I'm going to turn on the AC real quick just because it's getting a little warm in here. So, okay. So you, you said you got a story about location. Oh. When I brought location up because... I'm like I understand like what I figure this is like is like fishing like you don't yeah, talk yeah, about your, your secret fishing holes yeah, and, yeah. then I don't want you to 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 no uh, let me set this up because this is basically what he told me I went out one time out in the Everglades and I got stuck there for four days Whoa. yeah so so this happened this was like I think like a year and a half ago um, I went out and I had like a, a eight horsepower two stroke on a Ginu. Some of you guys might be familiar with what that is. It's like a small kind of like canoe boat. Um, so I go out there. Sometimes I'll do like two day camping trips. So I was planning to do a two day camping trip, but I always bring by like, yourself. Yeah, yeah, just for like photography. <laughs> yeah, Safety. yeah, yeah, yeah. By myself. Safety first. But well, it's it's like a spot that I know. I've I've like slowly, you know, I've gone like that spot like i've gone into it and then i go a little further then i i just like familiarize like myself with the whole area so i knew where i was but um i was probably about 14 miles in and then my motor just like quit um and basically what ha what had happened was it like the the motor had seized up the previous owner of the motor hadn't put enough uh, oil and it just like the whole motor just seized like it was not going anywhere um the good part is my boat was like lights and I had paddles, so I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna like paddle out of it's here." It's like a skiff. Yeah, it's like a it's like a small skiff, and you can stand at the front and paddle. But I had it loaded with water, like cooler. I had plenty of food. I had sardines actually. Um, it's kind of like a John boat almost, but sort of. It's like it's like more like a canoe with like a flat back, and you can put a motor on it. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I was out there. Um, it was actually not bad. It was just a two-day camping trip turned into four-day camping trip. And then I just had to paddle a lot through the lily pads. I just, like, picture that, like, episode of Archer when they're, like, stuck in the swamp. I never saw he, it. Oh, you got to watch it. He's, like, a deathly afraid of 
Of, so uh, did you camp years. each night? Did you yeah, like, yeah. find so, a place? Oh, this, no, this is even better. Go ahead, finish that question. <laughs> finish that question. No, that was the question. Did you camp each night or did you? that was that four so, days of paddling? Yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah, I did. I camped each night. Um, basically, the two downsides to this spot is there's basically no land. There's like fake land. So there's some spots where it's like floating vegetation and you can kind of, that's where I would like park the boat up on. Um, and there's like a ton, a ton of mosquitoes. And so I, that's the two, that's a, like one thing that I wasn't really prepared for is the mosquitoes. I mean, I was sort of prepared. Like I had, um, you like had a, a can of off and then, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, had, that'll be fine. I had some mosquito spray. Um, I had, I have this, like, it's like a tent hammock, um, which you can set up either like on the boat, which is usually what I do or like in a tree. Um, so I just basically use that as like a mosquito net, but they could like, some of them will get through the holes. And then once they're in there, they're just like in there and they bite you the whole night. Um, but yeah, I just slept on the boat cause there's not really any land there, but it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. It was Four just fucking like nights, bro on the boat with mosquitoes, not to mention the water moccasins that could be sitting there trying to get into the boat. The gators. They don't want to get in. No, they don't want to get in. But, uh, yeah, it's it's honestly like the the hardest things is the mosquitoes and then the Everglades at night is super loud sometimes. Oh, the, like, all the animals. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, but sometimes it's not so bad, and then some day some nights it's like really really loud, especially the frogs are like very very loud. Super but you get loud. used to it. Um, you get used to it. But um, yeah, it was just like kind of weird having to be out there like two days more, and I was like, you know, thank thankfully like I know where I am. But so if you were just fully no lost cell phone? out there. Uh, I had it, but it had died like, it died like way you back. You can't be like searching Pornhub while hunting gators, bro. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. It's yeah, one or yeah. the other. There's not like that great reception out there, but it was, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I wasn't like too worried about it. I was like, it is what it is. It's like now a four day camping trip. I kind of knew that it was going to take, I was really sore after though from paddling. Um. Four day paddle. <laughs> so wait, so when you got back. Was anyone like, hey, buddy, where were you? We no, called no. you. I had, I had told my neighbors um, that I was, like, leaving, and they were, like, not worried. Um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. It was just four days. Right, but that's what I'm saying. If I had been gone days, for, like, two I'm weeks. I'm planning on going for, like, two days, and then end up being four. Yeah. I mean, someone's got to be wondering where the fuck you're at. Yeah, it was kind of nice. It was, like, a not really, like, it was just kind of like a was vacation. That, was that your vision quest? Yeah, it was like a vacation, staycation <laughs> kind of thing. Fuck that. Look, man. I'm all about camping and stuff, but I'm not doing four days so, in a boat. So I have a, I have a couple more questions about our Everglades. How many more boas and pythons are you seeing out there? So the area where I got stuck in um, is not really the same area where, like, all the pythons are. Um, I actually don't do much python hunting. Uh, I There's so... I mean, there. I I know people who do, and like it has increased, and it's kind of gotten to the point where like I know people who run charters for like python hunting. Um, if you guys are interested in that, it's uh, Python Hunters Official, I think. And uh, anyways, right here, no need to hunt. No. <laughs> no, it's 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 good fun, but um, yeah. So there's definitely pythons out there. Um, I think I've only seen like one or two pythons, and they were really small, but another invasive species that a lot of people forget about is the caiman which i spent a lot of time looking for those um and they're basically kind of like a mix between a crocodile and an alligator um and those have like the population has like exploded like it's it's 
pretty exponential. The only thing is they're so much more elusive um, than alligators. Like they really don't mess with people. If they see somebody from a hundred yards away, they just duck down. So are you, are you, when you say you hunt them, right? Do you actually hunt them? So when I say hunt them, I'm swimming to find them to take pictures of them okay. i don't like you don't want to you don't no, even no. though they're an invasive species you're like no, hey, no. live and yeah. let live yeah they're they're kind of the, the way i look at it is they're as far as what they hunt is basically the same as the alligator now a lot of people out there might argue that they they compete they're kind of in the same area that there's american crocs too a lot of people don't know that florida has crocodiles as well which the crocodiles are very they're there's not a lot of them around so they compete with the crocs which is why uh like researchers and people who go out and hunt them kill them uh but for the most part they're a lot like an alligator like most people wouldn't be able to tell the difference um they're a lot smaller and they're a lot more muscular and compact um if you look at fighters it'd be like an adult caiman is like manny pacquiao and then an adult gator is like a heavyweight of yeah, like you like know rumble yeah exactly yeah so when you go for the for the caiman though you just go to record it but you never actually record their location and like tell people where they're at no i don't tell people where they're at i mean i know where they're at but <laughs> i'm right. not gonna like, <laughs> but tell you're not people. you're not going out to like snitch on the gator so no like, no exactly exactly hunt them down. That's, no. yeah i mean have you have you gone through the palm beach canal in there um i don't really swim that area um I, I mostly where I swim is like more south. Um, the thing with caimans is they can't um, they can't deal with cold at all. So they're very very south, like right. very very south. Um, and if you, it's kind of crazy because the way they got out there is people released them in the '60s. They'd buy them in Palm Beach and stuff, release them, and their honing in- instincts, both you know alligators, crocodiles, and or caimans they know exactly where to go for the temperature to be, to be good so they just use the florida canals which we have a lot of just to get down south like they would just migrate down there it's funny if you go on on um the hell's that like palm beach lakes and you start going out west towards like bell glade you go in the morning you'll see them all sunny well I, just you know on, what I, on the side of the canal it makes me wonder because like the, the intercoastal used to be lakes those were lakes, and then right. they, 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 uh, you know, they dug through to the ocean to make the inlets. Yeah. But I'm wondering, I'm wondering if, if like back in the day, those were filled with gators as well. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, I'm yeah, sure. Most I mean, likely. But you know, like, do they, how, do they survive <clears throat> in brackish too? Yeah. So gators can survive in brackish, and they actually some of them even can. They can't survive in salt for a long period of time, but there are some gators that are found in salt. Um, it's very rare, and they usually, when you do, they go blind. Like you, their eyes will just be white, and they look really crazy. But some of them are like there's a few cases of gators who have just known to been like known to just live in full salt water. It's very very rare, and usually when they do that, it's because there's something wrong with them. So they're but, crazy as is. Yeah, exactly. So not only are they crazy, they end up looking crazy. Because yeah, but they guys. they they can't they can't filter salt like uh, crocodiles and caimans can't live in salt either, but they can live in brackish and alligators can also live in brackish as long as it's not like too salty. So like the internet, the inner the inlets. The internet, the internet, the inlets, right yeah. there in Lake Worth. That's all brackish. Yeah, yeah but there. I mean, they was it was it in Deerfield or like Palm Beach that there was like a gator out in the water, like out in the ocean. It was like a couple of months ago. I'm like ninety nine percent sure it was like on the news and everything. I've actually seen um, 
so in Florida, there's also crocs. I've actually seen um, an American crocodile right in Boca Raton before, like in the mangroves. Um, and that was pretty crazy. Like I actually, that one I reported because it's like a protected species. And so the FWC likes to know like where those are. Um, so I called them up. I was like, I just found one. They were like, no way. Cause usually they don't make it really that far up north. Right. Um, but yeah, it was like definitely a crock in the mangroves. So do you have a reputation with these guys? Do they know you? I take it. You Not them? really. No, no, no. I've only called them for that one. Uh, that Probably one better thing. They don't know yeah, exactly. Like they'd give you shit if they're like, "Hey, guy, we know that you're going out there a lot." Like, yeah, what's going where are on the Caymans? Here? Man, so like, would you get in trouble for that if like you knew like, "Oh, hey, I found like a whole freaking hive of Caymans," and you didn't report it? Would they like give not, you shit? Not really. I don't think so. Um, they know they're out there. If they want to go look for them, they can. They can try. They're just very elusive. I remember like a couple of months ago, I read uh, about the pythons, and some guys found like instead of catching and just killing the pythons they tag them and then they trace it to find out where they're going and they found like one female and it was just like i remember reading an article saying it was an orgy of snakes and it was just a giant like pit of fucking snakes of uh of pythons out in the everglades well you would think the gate i think the like i would think gators and caimans would eat as much of those as like, yeah, I would I mean, think they would 50, be good, good eating. I think it's yeah, a 50, the the battle. the alligators for the most part uh, do sometimes eat them. I've actually I have a, a buddy who dives with me and he photographed a alligator holding a huge. I mean, it must have been like a 15 foot python carcass in its mouth. Um, there's lots of YouTube videos of that like stage, but he actually found it was like fully decomposed. But the alligator was swimming with his python carcass, so they do eat some of them. But then, like you said, it's vice versa. I mean, like a python that's just slightly bigger than a baby alligator might eat the alligator. And, I mean, that's not all they eat. They eat a ton. Like, pythons yeah, eat there. Well, yeah, I, I hear, like, a lot of the, the indigenous life out there, like, uh, there's uh, marsh rabbits and stuff like that. Like yeah, they eat the, everything. They're, like, bobcats. They're, like, the, the populations out there are, are it's like, oh, you're dropping. Yeah. Like, of these animals that are, like, part of that ecosystem that make it work yeah and without them it's, yeah it's that's like, true all right so let's let's move forward a little bit so you you started doing the gator stuff okay. and then how'd you get into the sharks so with the sharks uh basically it was a friend who i i gator dove with invited me to go uh dive on a shark diving boat and at first i was like yeah that like that sounds like really sick um so i went out there and i met the captain of the boat um and I had like a lot of free diving experience prior to that from the alligators and just diving, and so he just hired me on the boat. So, um, <laughs> he was like, yeah, so you went out there. Hey, and buddy, you know how to swim? <laughs> it was. You got a job. It was just. It was basically just like that. His name's uh, Bryce Rauer. He runs Florida Shark Diving. So if you guys want to come dive with sharks with me, you can uh, book a trip on there. Florida Shark Diving. But um, yeah, basically, uh, it's a six-passenger boat, and you free dive with sharks. Um, it's out of Jupiter, and it's like a lot of fun. Probably like one of the coolest things you can do in Florida, in my do opinion. That. Did you do that? I don't know. I just, I just, like, I follow on Instagram the surfing weatherman. The guy is one of the weathermen that up in Palm Beach. Yeah. Yeah. He just uh, New Smyrna. There's the there's a great white making its way. Yeah. Coming down this way. Yeah, I forget what the name is because you can track them. There's the the website that lets you track them all. Well, there's one right now, New Smyrna. Yeah, last year we actually we had a great white uh, off our boat, 
uh, I saw it was like probably like a 13 foot great white um, so they're they're out there but the thing is is when they're passing through this area they're fully uninterested in hunting whatsoever they're, they're almost just, they're in just zombie mode like really? they're, they're getting to the gulf is what they're looking to do yeah they usually just go up north I mean they hunt basically only seals they don't really even you could do like a heavy 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 tuna chum like right near where a great white is like coming up or, or just pinned and they don't even really care they're just in travel mode um so that's basically what had happened we were doing a super heavy tuna chum it was just enough to get it to come check it out but it just yeah. was like you know this isn't even yeah. worth you get in the water with the great well i guess the great white's a great lake well i actually i was in the water and so what happened was i was it was the very beginning of the dive and i got i was in the i got in the water and a client goes uh oh like we have a shark here and you know like normal and my bryce and uh my boss bryce turns around and he sees the shark and he's like great white great white alex freaking white shark right behind you 15 feet behind you and i thought he was joking so i was like uh, like you know i shook it off because that's in, not wait, wait, wait. in seven years someone says that to you me. shouldn't you guys should not joke about sharks out while you're well that's the thing is we don't joke about you we don't usually joke about them and so but i thought he was joking this time because just I don't know. I I just thought he was joking because in seven years, and it's just known that they're like very rare, and it's like kind of like honestly, it sounds crazy, but like seeing a great white is like my like that's like my dream. So like, basically, he like throws a snorkel at me. I was like, oh okay, he's not joking. And right as I turned around, he was like, basically like, maybe ten feet under the surface, and he was just kind of like diving back down. So what he what he had done is we had the crate with the tuna floating at the surface. And he came in and just checked it out and then just just, back just basically did back down yeah that's all so he did. you caught him just watch but you still got to see him and yeah yeah i saw him for like probably like 40 seconds you probably like shit your pants no it was it was really definitely weird it was it, was it one weird. of those because that's the problem like what do you think sure, about yeah, it? that's, sure that's that's a different energy in that one. it was a really yeah, yeah it's definitely a really different energy i mean it was like you know, you're used to seeing bull sharks and... But you're not eventually. used to seeing a shark that could swallow you in one Exactly. And, and, like, even even tiger sharks is, like... The presence of a tiger shark is, like, super impressive. I mean, like, you just got to be super respectful of that animal. And they easily could take a human as a prey item. It's just, like, a, like the way that you move around them is everything. You know, if you're flapping there looking like a turtle that's, like, stranded, it's going to show a lot more interest. But the great white was, like, even above like the tiger show it was just like wow and it was it was probably like 13 feet I, I the really the thing i remember about it is when it went back down it was just like so wide for how short it was like it was it was still really long but it like was little, just it was like yeah massive like bullet it kind of looked like just a massive like torpedo or bullet whereas like like tiger sharks are kind of more like drawn out and these are just their their tail muscle is like this big like a shape like this really uh yeah. crazy looking but it, so, tell you like the time when i shit my pants because of a great white <laughs> no it was in new york <laughs> i went to the fucking i told you this before i have a photo of this i went to the metropolitan museum like the first time ever and i remember i walked into this room and i looked at, i was looking at something on the wall and i took a step back because i wanted to sneak a photo and I bumped into something. I was like, oh, shit, I just bumped into something. So I turned around, and as I turned around, I just saw a giant fucking shark mouth 
in my face. I was like, fuck! That was funny. It was, they have it floating in water. So it's this giant, like, square or rectangle, whatever, and it's, uh, like, a taxidermy. Is the whole shark in there? The entire fucking thing. I'll show you the photo. Oh, I think, yeah, I think I, I think I know the artist who made that. Well, I don't know him personally, yeah, but yeah. I like I have seen that like piece of art, and I think it's cool. If it, bro, it, like to turn around and see it in your face, like you're not expected. Oh my shit, my fucking pants. Yeah, yeah. Not that I'm like trying to one up the story by any means, but it's just like I'm I almost shit my pants from one that's stuffed, chilling in water in a tank that can't get me. So to see it, like how far were person, you away from it? I was probably like 15 feet. Um, and then that's a, the, that's a tail burst. The thing that was like weird is seeing it go down because then I like, you know, I kind of like, you know, they, they attack from underneath. Like that's just how they, they go. They just they're fast, but their main thing is surprise and they hunt seals, which seals are mammals. So when he went down, I was actually like in my mind, I was like really just watching like underneath just that was like definitely in the back of my mind. Like I didn't, you know, so, and he could swallow you whole more or less. Yeah, 13 I mean, feet. Yeah, definitely. 13 footer can open, well, at least bite you in half. Like, yeah, it would the, be the a top very half bad situation. of you in his mouth. Well, he chomp. was telling. You would be, yeah, you would be. He gone. had the story the other day. He was saying that, like, the one that bit the crate and just, like, sliced it. Yeah, so that was a tiger shark. We were in the Bahamas doing a film shoot uh, with this model, and she, they were, like, shooting with tiger sharks and stuff. And, uh, yeah, this tiger came up, and we used these, like, plastic milk crates. And, um, I mean, it's known that tigers can break them. But he just grabbed it and just went like three times, just shook it. And then all the plastic just shredded. And if you think about a milk crate, that's like, I mean, you couldn't crush a milk crate like with your hands, really. You couldn't even be no, close you, you to can't even. You can't rip them. You yeah. can't, there's not a lot yeah, you can yeah. do with them. Like, <laughs> exactly. And it just went like, and then boom, just like swallowed everything in it. And then just ate the whole milk crate, just like all the plastic, everything. And the crazy thing about a shark's stomach is, It'll just digest that no problem. Like it just. They're the what are what are they the the garbage men of the sea or the yeah 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 the the trash compactor trash some, cans of the sea. There's something like there's something like that because, but here so the what makes uh, I'm good for now. What makes yeah. a tiger shark is their the way their teeth are. Yeah, they're, exactly. They're, they're serrated or not serrated. They're curved. Yeah, they're back. curved and serrated. Tur- curved and serrated. Back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not good enough. Yeah. Um, given the choice, since since we're here, which would you rather not get bitten by? A gator or a shark? Or well, not not just a shark because there's different sharks. Like part of me, there's a part of me, and I've said this to a lot of people. There's part of me that wants to get bit by a shark, but not like not like a hard tell bite. That story? What what I want? Tell that story. I want I want a I want like a I want them to like. I want to get a couple stitches. I don't want. I don't want to get a chunk <laughs> taken out of my. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to get a chunk yeah, taken yeah. out. But I want. I want to get a couple. St- I want to get a couple. Like I want you to be able to see. Well, would you? Would a nerf mark. shark do? Because at least you can. No, no, no. Surf nerf. You gotta like get up inside a nerf sharks. No, mouth. yeah. Nerf sharks are actually kind of nasty because they're 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 made for crushing. So if you got bit by one, it'd like break probably break your hands or your fingers. But yeah. um, I'm honestly, thinking, like more like a little like. Yeah, most really the thing is, is with shark. I mean, it's just the best situation is not to get bit because usually in the situation, uh, well, I know well, that. In the in, in the situation of shark bites, the thing that usually 
messes you up unless it's a really big shark is, is the shake no that yeah that and also the infection so for yeah. example silky sharks have very small teeth but uh one time i was hand feeding a silky shark that was like a foot long right. so like basically i had like a big tuna like this big in my hands and you know i was like this is this is so like adorable just a shark this long is about to come eat this massive tuna and i just thought he would come up bite it and like rip a chunk off and then leave and he came in and he literally just grabbed it and his shake was so powerful even at this size that it just ripped it out of my hands and then this thing darted off at like an insane speed with a tuna carcass that was like two times its size and it was like this big so by the way he's saying like a foot yeah he was like he was like a, yeah a foot to a foot and a half it was a and, and the tuna carcass was bigger than that yeah way it was it was a lot heavier than the shark Still for sure bit by shark? i do i'm just i don't look i don't want him i don't want him to shake i just want him to go do you realize how big of an asshole you sound like i don't right care now? but think about this if, if you had a if you got bit by a shark if you got bit by a shark, I don't want to get laid. But but dude, it's he doesn't like, want to get laid. <laughs> it's like it's one of those things. Like I got a story for you. Like like, like oh, one oh, of yeah, the one of the day at work. You ever yeah. been by yeah. a shark? One of the best scenes ever is that scene in Jaws. In Jaws, when they're comparing scars, it's one of my favorite scenes of all any movie ever. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Two people have been bitten by sharks. Uh, one was a surfer, and then. The other one was actually a shark diver. Was the surfer Chad? Uh, no, is uh, Kurt Kurt Hoffman. Oh. I don't know if you know him. He's a he's a kiter. He was out there, um, and basically it was like a. I think it was uh, one of the smaller like black tips. But he was uh, like kiting, and he like slowed himself down, like dug his hand into a wave, and then just boom, it just hit him, uh, and it was just like a, like it caught him while he was cutting. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It just boom got him and then but it didn't take a chunk it just no it just the teeth went in and the thing with sharks is they i mean they really know like what they're tasting and they they see that's kind of the, the scenario really, i want i want they, them just to they take, like oh, oh i don't want that they like like a lot of just like they really love just a lot of fat like they love oh, fat fucked, and <laughs> no 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 <laughs> fat and fat and blood so they and they it's like fish fat and fish blood so they know the difference like um, I know another situation of someone who got bit and it was like as soon as the shark went in it just let go immediately whereas like if it if that same thing instead of being like a limb had been like a tuna it would have been it a fully like a- different yeah. story so it's like that's like it, it tastes the, the blood in the water You're done yeah my yeah. Forearm, my forearms aren't that fatty I'd be I'd be fine they'd be like oh that's they taste it all right so let's go to the original question then would you rather get bit by a shark or get bit by a, by a gator? How big? Same size shark, same size gator. So let's say a, a, a two footer. Two footer. Oh, a two footer. Um, I would definitely say. Well, yes, but th- that's like super. For a two footer, like on the arm, I'd definitely take a gator bite. But then, it's if it was bigger, depending on like the shark. Um, like blue sharks have very small teeth, so I don't know. See, that's right. the problem. Is right. There's so I'll many different me, kinds of sharks. There's so right, many let me, different. Let me go with uh, two foot caiman versus a two foot, um, say hammerhead. Uh, I've been I've been bit by a two foot caiman, so I I'll take the two foot caiman. <laughs> what about you? 
Well, I'm going with the expert. I'm not gonna look at a chance. Oh, now the shark. Saying you don't want to get bit by a shark. I'll take a gator too. <laughs> I'll take that. Look, that either the either way, that's a story. You know what my favorite one of my favorite videos of all time is the guy doing like the those gator wrestling shows, and he's being like an asshole and like he sticks his head. Oh, in. Oh, that was in Thailand. Yeah, well, it's happened here too. It's happened all over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's they put their head in favorite. and the thing clumps. Like, yeah, yeah, that's you, sketchy. Man. That's no, sketchy. See that. that that to me is. I mean. You're it's cool, but it's like it's like you're like really. I mean, think about it. If you were, the thing with like that's what I like about swimming and finding them in their environment is it's like, you know, it is kind of invasive, but at the same time, it's like you know you're just chilling there with them. You're not yeah. like, you're not pulling them out of the water them. and fucking with them exactly. Like sharks and gators, their mentality is basically like stay chill until it's time to kill. That's like a, like a that's Would like make that into a shirt. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's like their that's like their motto is like they basically caimans, alligators, all of that. They just chill, and it's kind of like fighting. It's like they just stay fully chill. But then if something really fucks with them, that's when they'll like really turn it up. Or unless it's like to get food. It's kind of dope. I like that. All right. I like that. Yeah. That is. <laughs> what would what? Okay. By the way, it, hold on, hold on right. before you start off. If you fucking uses that analogy in one of the classes. I'm gonna fucking. Smack he can the use it. He, you guys can for use it. Sure, because I know it. he's like darn. He's already <laughs> see his face. He's like, all right, guys, remember this position. We gotta chill till it's time to kill. Hey, again, life imitates martial arts. It's it's true. It's definitely true. So, so back to what I was I was I, back in the in the beginning of the podcast. I was talking about this. What what is the Survival rate? Would you re- for the for a normal human that doesn't know shit about gators and sharks? Like you have a better what, chance of living. Why you do, you do you have a better chance of living being with sharks or better chance of living being with gators? Um, definitely sharks. Um, because the thing with gators is, if you got bit by a gator, chances are you're probably gonna freak out, and that that's like the worst thing to do because with gators anything that shakes struggles what they're gonna do is just shake and struggle back and they're just so powerful that it's like very bad and so that if you if you're if you guys are out there and you ever for some crazy reason get uh bit by a gator you literally just have to fully relax and with a shark luck with that shit no no but it's it's it could really like you just fully just if you act like you're basically Dead dead yeah they're just gonna think that they that they killed you so if you act like you're dead they're just gonna like oh you know like a lot of gators will just drop their prey and sit there like i know i've seen gators kill things and then just let it go and just let it sit there for a while what do you mean just let it float in the water yeah just let it float and they just chill by it now (laughs) i wonder what is that is that like they're like is that like a i wonder if that's a pride thing or i wonder if that's like a you know what? I killed it. It's sitting there. I'll get it when I'm when I'm exactly. Yeah, that's basically what it is. It's like I killed it. I'll get it like whenever I feel hungry. You you always hear the story about them like bringing it down and like putting it under a log. Yeah, they they actually it. they do that too. Um, and I used to not really believe that until one day, um, I was swimming out. This was during the summer, and I found another gator, dead, and it was like stuffed under like a like a rock ledge. Shut up. And at first, when I saw the gator, I was like. You know, I just thought it was a live gator. But then I looked, and it was, like, kind of turned in a weird way that I hadn't seen. And I was like, oh, shit, this gator's dead. And then 
I looked to the side of it and right there was like a way bigger gator and he was just guarding it. And the thing with gators is they're so tough that, I mean, he could have probably gotten in there, but he was just waiting for it to get like mushy enough to where he could just tear at it. And that was a gator. And so that, oh, man. that bigger gator had actually killed that smaller gator not for prey, but most likely for just territory. But then he was still going to eat it. And then he's like, oh, I killed you. I might as well eat you. Exactly. So, you're going to go with gator. What? Would I rather get bit? Yeah. No, I still want to get bit by a shark because the likelihood that I'm going to be bit by a gator... You are fucking insane, bud. Here's the thing. It comes down to a simple thing. All right, where? Hold on. Where would you get bit? I'd want to get bit on the forearm. You fucking egomaniac. I want to be able to go... First See of that all, right there? first of all, you need to start drinking to have a drinking story, okay? Like, you can't just, like, show up sober and be like, hey, guys, got bit by a shark. No drunk <laughs> person is going to believe you, all right? <laughs> like, let's just be so fucking fun. honest, all right? Second of all, then you're going to fuck up your tattoo. No, get it on this one before I get my tattoo. <laughs> so you can go round it. Right? No. We can set it up, I mean. I know how. Uh, yeah, see, we can get yeah. you set up. Yeah, we well, look. No, but here's the thing. I, I don't want a chunk going. <laughs> I don't want a chunk of my arm You're gone. Gonna, okay, but then remember... Yeah, that's not to, guaranteed. Yeah. I mean, I'll talk to the sharks, but they, they're yeah, not see that what good you at can surgery. Do. And then don't forget that he said about the infection. Yeah, but, you know, a little a little back team. If he gets into the vein, man, it's going straight into the, that artery. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really the main thing is uh, a lot of sharks, like lemon sharks and uh, just basically all sharks, they, ha- they have, like, nasty infectious... Like, their bites get infected really bad, usually. Gators have better... Yeah, well, well, neither. Yeah, they don't have great. Uh, There's a local guy. I, I, what's his, I want to say his name is Chad. I could be wrong. I can't remember. I haven't seen him in years. But he got bit up in like um, Melbourne area, and he got bit on the Achilles heel. Damn, and, yeah, that's and not a good place. He had to wear a boot for ye- for a year while the wound closed up. They couldn't. The wound. The wound or the wound. Wound. Yeah. Didn't cl- like. It was so big, they had to keep packing it and unpacking it. Uh, and it took like a year year or two for this thing to close up. I believe it. I mean, the tendons and everything has to grow yeah, back. Yeah, like, like he, grew, grew back. there was times where you would see him and, and he wasn't wearing the boot anymore. Yeah, yeah. But you the wound, the, you could see his fucking Achilles tendon. That's crazy. No, but he was pissed because he couldn't surf. He couldn't really do He couldn't get it wet or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. So like that's that would suck. Imagine you got bit. You couldn't go in the water for like a year. Yeah, or I mean, what about, what about I've uh, I've thought about that a lot. I mean, if I got, it's just like, it's kind of part of it. Like I love the shark so much. Like if I if I did get bit, I know people who have gotten bit and they're still you know diving. I mean, knock on wood, but it's just like part of it. If you had to give up, if you had to give up either shark or the gators. Oh. That's a really tough one. Um, honestly, that's like a very, very tough question. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, I get it. It's I like get saying it. Saying which one are your fa- are your kids is your favorite. Yeah, basically, kind of the better looking one. That's always <laughs> that's always the answer. But like, if you had to give up, if they said, okay, you can only you can only do this now. Yeah, that would be a tough one because the thing is, you'd have to go with gator because. You get paid for the shark. That's true. That's true. But, yeah, that's, you know, if, if it really, really, really came down to it, um, I would just say gators and then just go dive with caimans. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, fun. boom. Should have gone with the, with the species. Um, so then you, 
uh, when did you start throwing photography into the mix? Um, I kind of always had like a GoPro, um, and that was like, yeah, I kind of always had a GoPro. And me and my buddy Hunter, we would go out there and we would just like make videos and stuff. So I kind of always had the GoPro with me when I was doing it. Um, but then sometimes, like one time we went there out there at night with my friend Hunter, and we decided like we couldn't film. Yeah. So sometimes we would just go on just like trips and uh, just swim through the Everglades and just kind of like at night it's very different like because i mean crazy. your your photography like i said i'm not i'm not trying to kiss your ass at all like your photography is awesome and doing like underwater photography is one of the things i like i've wanted to to really throw my repertoire for the longest time I'm yeah you should get into out. it you should definitely get into it yeah let me pull this out so alex actually brought here i'll let yeah, you got, take these it. out alex brought some of his prints to check it out uh we might throw a couple up on uh, on the walls here for you guys to check them out so you can buy them. These are available uh, to buy. So like I said, uh, tag them on there so you can check out these prints. So he was going to show me before, yeah, but show. I told him. Oh, like, nice. No. So you get surprised, yeah. too. I was we'll, like, we'll no, just like, show the, hold up. The, the this photo, I remember. I've seen these before. Yeah, so these, these, are, these are two of my favorite photos, probably. So these, so it, this comes out. So just hold the like okay. glass in yeah, it. Yeah. Um, there we go. But yeah, basically, yeah, this is a, uh, an adult Cayman. That's, see, I would, I would not know that. I would not know. So the, basically the easiest way to tell is their teeth. If you look at an alligator, their teeth, uh, Cayman's teeth are way like longer. And then the dead giveaway is if you look at their eyelid, they have like basically a small devil's horn on their Uh, eyelid. I gotcha. So, so right now I'm looking at a photo of. Uh, a caiman just kind of like partially buried with his head yeah exactly out wide so open, mouth wide open it's not i'm gonna actually instagram it so you can see what what, what like was the mouth open was that is that a defensive that posture? was just like yeah that's just that's like, like leaving the was, fuck alone yeah he was super pissed so basically long story short with this caiman i found it it was a really big caiman uh usually caimans don't really get past like six feet this one was probably eight feet um and what had happened is I found him and he swam away and fully buried himself under the silt to where you could not see him. And uh, they can hold their breath for eight hours. What? And yeah, so I didn't, I didn't know that at the time. And so I, I really wanted to like get photos of this thing because it was just like the first glance I got at it was sick, but it immediately swam away and buried itself. So I started... Uh, I grabbed a stick and I started poking around in the silt. <laughs> <laughs> and then at first I was really sketched out because I didn't know how it was gonna react to like getting hit with the stick under the silt. I didn't know right. I didn't know exactly where it was, so I didn't know if it was just gonna pop up and, and go crazy. And so basically I kept poking, kept poking, kept poking, and then eventually it literally did this. It just popped its head out. At first there was a very small piece of its nose that I could see popping out of this of the it's like a very light silty sand material it's more of like a mud actually right and um yeah so i could just see a really small part and i just touched that part with the stick and then he just popped out like that and he popped sat out pissed like super yeah pissed. he was really pissed so he sat like that for probably like 30 minutes and then finally he was out of air i, I probably waited there like six hours and he came to the surface took a breath and after that breath, he was, like, really pissed off. Like, really, really pissed <laughs> he off. He was probably, like... Oh, because you were still there. Yeah, I was still I was still there. So he, like, came out. I have a lot of, like, photos from this event. But he, like, came out and just 
was going he, so once he hit the surface he took a big breath and then he turned towards me and he was like headed towards the camera and he just had his nose against the dome of my camera and i was just like i wasn't even focused on taking pictures at that particular moment i was just like trying to use keep the it camera as a, as a shield yeah exactly so um and then eventually he just he basically sat like that for a second and then he just sank back down and then once he sank back down i spent some time with it um got lots of photos but these this was like during the first moments that i had re-seen him after like six hours of him being buried his eyes look different than a gator's eyes as well yeah their eyes are the way so their spectacled came in so they have lots of bone structure around their eyes they have lots of bone going down their neck they're just like a lot more uh structurally built like they're just much right. tougher for they're yeah, just where, where are they like native to uh central and south america for the most part that's so nutty so what else you got here so then the other one this is i don't know how you want me to like do you want me to stack them on here yeah so this is a lemon shark uh lemon shark print oh yeah, yeah make sure this one too yeah so these are uh, printed on on glass yeah see that's why like i i love doing that with like my photos too like glass or like metal always yeah. kind of like, give it gives it a better presentation this is sick so wait is this because i see like the eye pops out more yeah so that's the actual color i just made the whole other photo like the whole photo oh, black, and, black white. and white yeah that's cool i like that dude that's super creepy it looks like a creepy uncle like once like come with a, a little like, bit hey, of a mustache. You want some ice cream? <laughs> um, do you do you um, what is that? Uh, process the pictures yourself or no no? So I get these printed, um, but uh, yeah, these are glass prints, and then sometimes I do aluminum. I've been doing mostly aluminum prints now. Now you said you really don't sell them. Yeah, I do sometimes. Um, you do sometimes. Yeah, so if you guys are interested in buying them, like I'll sell them, but I don't. You know, like you're not doing it for a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Um, it's a really the the thing is it's actually really like tough. Uh, it's really tough to sell uh, f like photo like wildlife photos. Um, there's just like so many out there. So you know sometimes like I'll get a photo that's just like one that I know I can like sell. Like for example, like these caiman photos. Um, those would be like a good. There's not really a lot of underwater caiman photos, but then like sharks. Sometimes I'll get one that I know I can sell, but then some of them are just like, you know. For your own personal. Yeah, opinion. exactly. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, from from my point of view, from one photographer to another, like, yeah, the prints would sell like here and there sporadically. But I mean, your kind of work, that's something that you'd end up making a whole book at the end of it. Like you could make a whole book out of the like your gator shots alone. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd like that to do for that. Sure, for sure would sell. And I mean. To be honest, I actually got to introduce you. I think I did. Did I introduce you to my buddy Evan? Uh, I think I, I connected you guys one time. He's oh, the man, one yeah. that works at the uh, the Sandaway House in okay. Delray. Excuse me. And um, they're actually doing a shark exhibit, I think, next weekend. Oh, that'd be so sick. Yeah, I'd like you got to go that. check it out. But um, no, man, for sure, you, you got to make a book out, out of these things at least because something like that would, would do huge. And um, there's got to be, yeah, there's a lot of competition, especially with... Like the whole Shark Week thing and stuff like that. That's so many people. Yeah, but get it, it, it gets competition until you become. No. Even when you, but when you become known and you become like. Even Clark Little has has competition when it comes to he. Yeah, you know, but, he's like one of the top ones. He's got tons. Yeah, of I know he's Clark Little, but I get, but, but I guarantee you, if you had a chance to buy Clark Little, for you know, 
I'm sure there's plenty of people. It was like last time I went to California. I forget the name of the gallery that I went to. It was this one specific photographer's gallery, and I have the exact same photo that he had up for sale for like forty thousand dollars. The difference was it's like it was like a metal print like that size. Yeah. But yeah. I was like, bro, I fucking took this photo. <laughs> I'm like, I wouldn't pay forty grand for my own fucking photo. Like that's just ripping yeah, people off. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes like sometimes like I'll see photos that are like similar. And I'm like, you know, but then. Yeah, it's like you said, like sometimes they'll just get one. I mean, here and there I sell them. Uh, like last year I had an art, art gallery where I sold a whole bunch of them. So sometimes I sell them, sometimes I don't. But but now the real thing besides the shark diving. Besides the gators. Besides doing this, Mr. International Man of Mystery over here. Like you actually are a jeweler. Yeah, so. Because um, if you're going to do anything that involves making a living out of your hands is shark diving and gator diving. Yeah, so shark diving is like, my main two jobs is shark diving and then jewelry. So my jewelry, um, what I do, I basically, that's what I like went to school for is like design. Um, and so that's like basically what I do with that. Uh, the jewelry is mainly like 3D printed and then what I do is I cast it. Um, so a, a guy, Carlos Ciela, uh, he actually makes grills. Oh yeah, he, yeah, 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 yeah. He, you, he, he's came into Temple a few yeah. times, I think. So he's the one who, who kind of like took me under his wing and kind of showed me, like everything there is to know about like jewelry and creating it. And you know, I came in there, I had 3D printed like a small ring, and I was like, dude, can you cast this? And he was like, well, maybe if we do a burnout, like we can do it. So he helped me through that, and we made that. And then once I had made my first ring, I was like, I was like hooked on that. So. Um, he taught me like all the techniques and stuff and he'd let me use his uh, workbench so learned like a lot from him doing that and then just recently I kind of have my own studio and uh, I mainly do custom work so I'll get like clients who want like I have like my own collection but then I'll have clients who want like a certain thing or like they want one of my pieces but in like a certain way they want it in gold or like so um, yeah but uh, if you guys want to check out the jewelry stuff uh, it's a uh, X-E-L-A with two underscores between each letter. I tag you. I already started tagging you on the Instagram stuff. Yeah, because it's going to be a pain. Why man. are you making yourself so hard to find? Look, man. Don't. It's because it's, it's, it's stealthy stuff. You got to. You got to. You got to know. You got to know. You got to know somebody that knows you, somebody. Exactly. You can't, like, tell the artist what to do. Like, that's why he's the artist. He's just being creative here. Which, by the way, like, the, the jewelry, actually, like, I fucking love your style of jewelry because I used to actually collect rings way back in the day. I have like like an old antique like ring from Spain, it's like a whole finger like one. I used to have a ton of them, but like I stopped obviously with jujitsu is kind of difficult. Yeah, but like I would love, like obviously because the octopus, I wanted a rad like octopus ring. You're not ring. gonna get the free octopus ring from, but no, like, I, I don't can't. Care. I don't wear rings. I stopped wearing I know, rings. I'm, I'm making a, a I'm making a pendant too. That's yeah. the same as the ring, but it's like the pendant. But you know, well, that's rad. Right. What's funny about that one, it looks like the Spectre logo from oh, yeah. 007. Yeah, so the the that's that octopus is uh is based off like an ancient ring. Yeah. Or no, sorry, ancient coin, sorry. Um ancient coin from uh from Greece, I think. So I like I I look up a lot of coins, look up like a lot of different stuff for inspiration. Um and then sometimes what I'll do, sometimes I'll 3D print, sometimes I'll mold like an actual like say I got like a shark tooth that I want to make. I mold it 
and then make a wax model and then cast it into silver or gold. So and you, then you have an octopus ring? I've, I, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's rad. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. Like you're not getting a free ring. Like, I've never. By I've, the way, I, I knew you were a jeweler, but I've never seen your stuff. Lemon shark, especially if it was black and white. Like that's what you just did. No, I yeah, I I, <laughs> I didn't know you had an octopus ring. I no, like I, I know you made jewelry. I just didn't know what you made. Um, is it like is your is your like you said you can get you you'll do custom stuff but like is your collection like nautical like is that what you um, try yeah, to keep it around it's mainly just kind of like whatever so like for example i have a i kind of base it off of like ideas so i have like right now like i love caymans obviously you guys know that just from listening for however long you've been listening but um like the cayman tooth um i have a cayman tooth an eagle's claw uh, a shark it's a mako tooth um it's sterling silver i have two of them so one of them is just sterling silver the other one's sterling silver and it has black diamonds like in the top of it if that's um, a ring it's a pendant pendant um and then yeah so then i make some rings i got a scorpion ring uh plain silver and then one has like black diamonds so i i kind of like whatever i feel like is a cool like vibe i guess you could say like right. a cool like you know i i basically just kind of like make it up and then however i can either if it's like molding or hand carving it or doing that and then probably like my most like famous and popular ring is a ring i call the iceberg it's like a very edgy ring it's like a pretty big um kind of like general ring and then it just has like a big diamond uh in it and i make if you order one of those i make like uh the way the faces are shaped is like different for every person oh that's cool and it's got like a big i just like big diamond in it not that it matters but I, you know, I'm a big Reddit guy, and I just saw a cool ring on Reddit. Like when you look at it, it looks like um, Aurora Borealis. Oh, okay. I don't know how the fuck oh, they did it. Like, uh, I think I've seen that. I think it's like, I've seen it's that. It's like it's like a it's a big chunky ring, yeah. and like the top is like clear, and like it oh, looks like I've mountains. Seen that. I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah. So I think what they do, I'm not 100 percent sure, but probably what they do is they put up like a resin. Yeah. And then they like carve the resin away. That, yeah, those it, are cool rings. It, I saw it. I was like, holy! Like it looks like they caught. You know what's cool is the scene in in that ring. I was like, holy yeah, shit! No, I those, just saw it the other day they too. Have them on which, Instagram, there's always going to be like ads and stuff for on Instagram. There's one that I saw like a couple of years ago. that was really cool. It was a wedding ring, that, like you have the, the diamond obviously on one side, but then on the other side there was a little hole. Okay. And then what you're supposed to do is you shine a light through it, and it actually uses the diamond as a magnifying glass, and it projects the wedding photo of the couple. Oh, that's crazy. It's pretty cool. That's like, crazy. And I've seen, like, other, like, renditions and stuff like that, too. But I remember seeing that. I was like, fuck, that ring must have been Yeah, that's shit. see, that's the thing I like about jewelry is it's, like, uh, I've always loved to make things. I actually have done, like, I've made, like, knives before, stuff like that. But the thing with jewelry is you can it's a it's a good source of income because you can really take like materials and the thing with jewelry is like the you can basically like mark the price up i mean it's like very well you're paying um, for the craftsmanship yeah exactly so it's like by by um yeah that's sweet um that's all resin i don't know how you would wear that yes it's show it's that's like that's one of those rings that's led like definitely for show where's the camera hey see there it is i'm sure they can see What's your usual turnaround time, like, for the ring? For, like, a fully custom piece, if you're, like, fully, fully custom piece, probably, like, three weeks. Um, Damn, that's kind of quick. Yeah, three weeks. Um, 
depending like depending on shark dives and gator hunts no no it usually <laughs> three attack. usually three weeks is is like a good time but i can probably do it even shorter depending on like like the piece you know right. if you like the person like yeah so like i just paid on time there's this lady who wanted like uh she wanted like all she wanted this ring with like all hexagon diamonds which are like super hard to find right and so i finally found them but like for example like that took me like four weeks i think but it was it came out pretty sick so hold on because now you're getting into like where the fuck do you buy diamonds from that's like a whole i got like a whole there's like there's kind of someone for every, in in the jewelry world there's like someone for everything kind of like this dude who i found who made the hexagonal diamonds he actually only specified in hexagonal diamonds and it like took me a while to find him right. but that's all he did and then like there's like setters there's like casters there's like 3d printer guy like so what i do mainly is like 3d printing and like the design and then basically like crafting the end of the piece so um i'll i'll have it casted and then i get back just like it looks like all crazy and it's got like all this stuff on it so you cut all that off finish it and then set the diamonds make it look clean and just kind of put like your final touch on it that's so crazy so when you're ready to get married yeah, I mainly, I, I mean, I could do a wedding ring, um, but I mean, like, mainly the stuff I do is kind of more like, uh, like what you'd like wear, kind of out, you know, on yeah. like a, like it's kind of like, like a show, like a pimp, like a show ring or like, like a pimp, a pimp ring. ring. <laughs> yeah, like that. But they're, yeah, yeah, I make them, I make them like to where they're like bold, but they're not, you know, too bold. They're like not gaudy. Yeah, they're not exactly. Gonna, they're not gonna be like something like you wear. It makes a statement. Right. I was I saw a badass one years ago, and it was like a line head. I went to like the the Barry Jackson auction, and you know like those biker rings that they wear. It's like giant ass ones. I'm like, oh, let me put it on. I was like, bro, you almost pulled my fucking finger off. It's like the weight of it was so heavy. I'm like, I got dainty fingers. Well, yeah, I, like, like if I if I could, like if my two You're jobs like a size like 22. No, I'm a 14 and a half, but my jobs are either jujitsu. Or typing, and rings you just like. Yeah, yeah. That's the main. Honestly, the main thing I sell is mainly pendants. I do sell like rings, and I do. I love making rings, but that's the thing is like rings are kind of like one of those things that you buy just you know to wear out every yeah. night. Like for people like us, like I'm not gonna go shark dive in a ring. I'm not gonna go look for gators in a ring. But like a pendant, I will. You can just like kind of wear it. Wear my iron cross ring while I go hunting for for sharks. All right, let's let let's get back to the sharks real quick. Hold on, wait. Myth, myth, or or fact. fact. You punch a shark in the nose, it'll leave you alone. Yeah, it will. It will leave you alone if you do that. Um, Basically, with sharks, um, this is actually kind of like this really relates to like martial martial arts and and just like jujitsu and stuff. But if you really want to avoid a shark and you're in the water and there's a shark the really the key factors is to get your whole body in the water like if you're just knee deep and there's a shark honestly you just crouch down and you just make your eyes you just look at the shark you just want to stare at the shark nothing in nature doesn't watch sharks like they're always being watched so that's the number one thing if it's still kind of like coming at you you really just if you hurt if you actually physically injure a shark which is really hard to do because they're just solid animals if you actually hurt one one time i hit a lemon shark with my camera because it was like going like crazy and i had to 
but it turned around and it was like pissed and it was actually ready to like He's ready to fight exactly yeah. so you don't want to hurt a shark by punching a shark in the nose you're not really gonna hurt it you're just but, gonna redirect it yeah it could it could do that a better way though is um this sounds really crazy but if the shark is really like coming at you unless it's a if it's a small shark um you you can like punch it you know but if it's like a bigger shark coming at you what i would do is you literally just catch it like a basketball like you put your hands <laughs> no listen to this he told me this the other day it's really no it's it sounds crazy but it's really the best way and like i like catch it up top above the snout like you're exactly like right right it has yeah. these like if you look at a bull shark for example it has like nostrils you just catch it right there like your thumbs kind of like where its nostrils are usually before you even grab it even if it's going like full i've had bull sharks like charge full speed like like skin rippling you can it looks like they're smiling because they're their jaws like being pushed back and you literally just catch it like you just catch it and just if you do that usually they're just like it's like the same as the gator they're just like so surprised um and they're just like <laughs> you just posture you just peacock you out it's really the and, and the thing yeah the thing is is it's just all like it's all knowledge another thing is uh like so, or one time like for example one time i had uh this is a, actually Ex kind of exactly what you're asking i had a tiger shark come at me and i had my camera and so the thing how big? is how big the tiger shark yeah. it, was, it was a big shark it was probably like 15 feet what and the fuck? i actually have i actually have footage of this i'll i can send it to you guys what but the fuck a 15 foot sh tiger shark but basically it it came up and the thing that i like learned early on is if you rear back like if you if you rear back to punch a shark and the shark is coming by the time you get your fist here the shark will actually be able to see your fist and in that reaction time it'll be able to move and basically meet your fist where you Intercepted. meet it so the thing is is if you are gonna like do that and a shark is coming you want to stay with your fist fully not moving until the shark is like right there and then just knock it like right at the last when it's like an inch away where it can't see. So you, you gotta get, you gotta give it the old Bruce Lee one inch so, punch. See, I knew I've been practicing. So so basically, um, that <laughs> happened to me with a silky shark one time where I like rear where I reared back. This was when I first started, and I just went, and by the time I got to it, it had already like come up this way, and I had to at the last moment go like that and like catch its nose. But it was like. It's what was kind the of one you told me the other day. It goes in like, slow motion, kind of when it so happens. So whoa, 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 whoa! We're glossing over something huge. You punched a 15-foot tiger shark in the face? So, yeah, so <laughs> basically... Dude, okay, so so for uh, for anybody listening to this that doesn't know sharks, tiger sharks are man-eaters or man-killers. They're, they're one of the most aggressive ones. The th I wouldn't say that. They're, they're definitely, like, misunderstood. I mean, they can't. They take large prey all the time. Like, they take turtles. They take all sorts of large prey. But for the most part, they wait for big stuff to die like they wait for like another shark to die they wait for like a big marlin to die a turtle to just die and bake in the sun and then that's what their teeth are for is mainly turtles that's their main diet um they really don't go after people that often and with that being said like they're a big shark so um basically this tiger the situation was there's two tigers and they were fighting uh they were like fighting over the shark crate and one tiger bit the other and there's like it's crazy because they don't even penetrate each other's skin. Their, their skin is really strong. There's like teeth coming off. 
and then this this other tiger that had just gotten bit circled around and then the next thing he saw was me at the surface up here and then he just went like this and so in the video you can hear me and so what i do i have kind of like a few different like tricks that i do in that case one of them is i make this noise where it's like so that's actually another good thing is if you get underwater and you blow bubbles sharks they don't really like bubbles that much and it it's weird. I don't know what it does to them exactly, but they don't like bubbles. But on the, so on, just, but on the flip side, now you're out of water, out of air. Yeah. Well, you, you don't want to go too deep. You just, <laughs> you just like, you, it, it, you just like, you have your snorkel, you just go put it in and it makes like a sound. So I did that as it was coming up, didn't slow it down. So this shark was like real, like there's times, there's He's times, pissed. yeah, there's times where, you know, a shark is just coming at you to check you out. And there's times, you know, where it's just going to impact. And this was like one of the times I knew it was just going to impact. So it was a big, big tiger shark and a shark like that, you know, a lemon shark, you give it a little nudge, it's going to swim away. Uh, even a bull shark, you give it a nudge like that. It's going to swim away. And I hit the shark and it basically just didn't move it just was like it kind of like i kind of saw it in its eyes that the the impact it just went like that but then for like a split second it was like a tiny tiny bit stunned but not really and then immediately after that i knew that it was still going to be pursuing what it was like intentionally doing and so i just basically kind of like you shift your body and then with the nice part about like a big shark like that is you just stiff arm it and you just turn around it and like kind of roll off the side uh and then after that luckily he just luckily he just kind of went off but if you get like two sharks like if you got two tiger sharks teaming up on you like that you'd want to be with like a good group of like people who have dove with sharks before for sure so yeah right so like like you were gonna move on i'm like wait a second that's a 15 foot fucking killer coming at you and we're not was it i remember always hearing like the the, the myth that something like if you flip it upside down I forget if it was a gator yeah, or a yeah. shark you can, you can do that um, with sharks uh, I actually have done that but you don't really do that in like the situation that they're attacking you right you I mean you can turn it in to that if it's like a like actually a tiger shark you could probably do that with um, a silky shark you could do that with but like a bull shark bull sharks just like pump up and they just like hit and with bull sharks honestly like out of all the sharks like the scariest charge is not a tiger it's definitely like a bull shark because like the tiger gives you time to think and there's so much area to put your hands whereas like the bull shark there's a lot of spots you can put your hands but it's coming so fast that it's like it's like you really everything goes into slow motion and it's like almost like yeah it's like it it literally feels like slow motion it's like screw that that's it that's where you basketball yeah exactly that's like that's a method that's worked for me one time um i had a it's usually the male bull sharks that'll charge like that the females i mean they can but they just don't really do it as much um and most of the times you get charged by bull sharks is is you're kind of you know four miles offshore it's like raining it's like rough seas yeah if it's like a beautiful day and there's like crystal clear viz and it's like usually they're not going to charge right Damn it. I would love to be stuck in a situation where you gotta fight off a shark and I just like take its back. No, you guys should just definitely go, you guys should definitely come out there. We're actually out there today. We had uh the morning dive we had fifteen bull sharks and then the afternoon dive we had uh probably like three lemon sharks, three or four. 
And there's some yeah. hammerheads out there. There's there's all kinds of sharks. Yeah, in Jupiter, there. you get ev- you basically get everything except like, gr- I mean, honestly, it's easier to name what you don't get out there. It's right, like you right. get every shark. You get tigers, hammerheads, lemons, oh, why is that? silkies. Uh, there's the Gulf Stream that runs right there, oh, um, and right. Jupiter is so close to the Gulf Stream that all those sharks come in, and there's just so many sharks out there. I'm I, I'm totally down. I just yeah, it's a lot money. of fun. I get the money to sit there and pay for that because those things ain't cheap. It's fun though. I'll just bring Sean out there on my boat and just chuck him out there. Yeah. Hey, look, I figure Steve O and Chris Pontius can do it in Jackass. Look, man, I taught you how to swim. I think you'd do all right. I think you can survive. So let me ask you a question though. Because I always go over to to Venice. And like Venice, I don't know if you know, Sean, like it's kind of known for, for shark teeth, like digging and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's always the. The idea that it's like, oh, people just come in and just like dump them like out there. On yeah, the floor. yeah. Is that like, is that even? No, like a man. They're they're no. I don't think. So. I mean, I know about the Peace River. Uh, I'm. It's probably near there, but yeah. dude, sharks have been around for like 500 million years. If you think about how old that is, like if you go to the Peace River, you can find megalodon teeth. Yeah. And the reason you can find shut me- up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason you can find megalodon teeth there is because megalodons use that river to give birth so 500 million years ago here in florida there is megalodons which get like 60 feet just cruising up this river nobody like people weren't even like yeah yeah they're they're they can you found them have you found them no i haven't found them but um yeah it's just like a known thing that there's like so many megalodon teeth there i actually plan on doing a trip soon up there but um yeah so they they swim up this peace river and then they just give birth and then there's just like little megalodons that are just swimming around this river until they get old enough to go in the ocean and then you know like who knows where they go from there but i find it weird that they, these sharks that. like these sharks just died off why why yeah. because i because like the same thing i don't buy it <laughs> i think the ocean so is think? so big that there's a there's a fucking megalodon out there at least yeah, two. Yeah, I I like to think I like to think that there is. And the crazy thing about sharks is they live a really long time. Like some shark species, like what live, is it? The basking shark, the green the green yeah the Greenland shark can live like they found some that are like 500 years old. So if you think about something 500 years old, I mean, well, it's like the tortoise, like the Galapagos tortoises, like those like. A thousand years old or something. No, like that. no, no, no. A not, couple of hundred. Yeah, a couple sure. hundred. It's a couple, couple hundred, hundred. But the one that the, like, the, was alive the, when the uh, Greenland shark is the oldest living shark creature really? that they yeah, found yeah. On, on on the planet. Yeah, it's crazy. So if you think about that, I mean, it's not in. It's not like fully impossible that there's a megalodon. Because what was which would be sick? It could be if it was not a dinosaur. But what I want to know is, is like megalodons. What were their what were their no 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 what were their predators they couldn't have had that i mean they probably ran out of food because everything was big back then yeah that's that's probably what happened is they ran out of food and i mean there's like a lot of theories food is a big one temperature sometimes like it it could be that those sharks just like like for example great whites they like love really cold water or not like they can live in really cold water so maybe you know that or maybe they just like really warm water um, so I mean, well, I know that they they breed. There's right off of the coast of the Georgia. Pacific. No, no, they there's a great white breeding ground right off where Florida and Georgia meet. Yeah, yeah. 
and it's it's like a huge breeding ground for for great whites. But I remember, like, I, I know what you're talking about. Like, I remember reading like there was a an article saying that there's like at one point in time of the year where like all these sharks go to like one section. Well, it's the Great like, Migration. Have you ever like the migration? The like not the black tips, not the one here off the coast, not here. There's like literally like they tracked all these sharks and they end up in this one area and they dive like super deep and they all just go into this one section like every couple of years or something like that. I'll find the article, I'll send it to you. But I I mean I don't know. I don't I don't like I, I'm just saying I, the water is so the ocean is so, so big, big. Yeah. and and could be chilling in the Marianas Trench. Yeah, right there could there that there could be a megalodon or two out there. I mean it's very possible. I mean if you think about it 60 70 foot boats get lost all the time out at sea so if you think about a 60 foot boat that's floating on top of the ocean yeah that gets lost that someone can never find yeah, yeah. if you think about a shark i mean it's not that hard to like a 60 foot shark that lives yeah. under the ocean which some people can't even find boats on top of the ocean it's i gotta like, remind me i gotta send you this article this dude that was lost at sea for like a year and a half yeah, that was so. He was like living off of like seagull blood and like random crazy. Dude, <laughs> it was so crazy. nutty. Like, I read this article. It was like a five, ten page article, and it was like the whole story. It's fucking craziest thing. This dude went out on the boat. He got like a new guy with him. He was supposed to be like his apprentice. It was like his first day there. <laughs> He's like, you know, you shouldn't come with me. It's going to be a bad day. And which I find like complete bullshit. They said that a storm came out of nowhere. Like, they were out there trying to come back in, and all of a sudden the storm came out of nowhere, took them out into the middle of the Atlantic, and they were, like, adrift for a year and a yeah, half. Both of them, they both lived? No. The one guy, like, the the apprentice, like, died after, like, a couple of months or something like that. I wonder and, if the dude ate him. I know. He said he, like, chucked him out into the ocean. And then the... I'd have ate him. <laughs> I, no, I don't think you want to do that. Like, he chucked him into out into the ocean, but... He, like, had the body there for, like, a day or two, something like that. And he's, like, he didn't realize or didn't set into him that he was going to be alone until he chucked the body overboard. And then he realized, like, fuck, now I'm alone. And he went, like, completely bonkers. That's he would, like, crazy. catch, like, seagulls, like, drink their blood. And, like, he would eat, like, seagulls That's make crazy. a fire on the boat. Dude, it's a crazy story. I got to send it to you. Yeah, the ocean's no joke. But, yeah, for sure. I mean, they're cr- it's very, it's, like, unlikely, but you never know. I mean, Megalodon, if... Like that'd so be sick if real. one was out there, like that. That would be like the ultimate thing. There's actually like people who say they've like seen them. Like very very known divers say they've seen like megalodons and stuff no, like that. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, just very known scuba I divers. Wanna, I honestly, I really really want to. They like, said they've uh, seen them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's I can't remember the name of the guy, but there is a dude who said that he was he was diving um, off the the mariana trench or whatever like the deepest part of the ocean yeah. and he was scuba diving with uh pilot whales which pilot whales are like whale. i mean they're b- a big animal and a right. shark came up and just ate him like just bit one in half which the th- crazy thing is like mako's if you look at mako's a mako shark can get up to like almost a ton like 2,000 pounds some of them like huge huge sharks and they will they will intentionally hunt dolphin and like they constantly have to be eating they'll easily take a dolphin a seal all sorts of stuff so if you think of something that can take a pilot whale I mean that's either a really big gray white or yeah like well there's that big gray white was it like uh deep blue or whatever they call it yeah yeah like that'd be dope as shit 
Like, there's that video of, like, the, the diver coming up and, like, high-fiving it. Like, I would do that. Yeah, do that's that a big shark. That's a very big shark. Like, I want to swim with a whale shark. That's what I want to do. Well, yeah. You could do that in the Atlanta Aquarium. Yeah, no, I'm saying in the wild. Fuck the aquarium. Yeah, I would love this. Sw- like, I love... I've been to the Atlanta Aquarium, though. Like, it's kind of I, sad. Have you been I'll, there? No. Yeah, don't ever go I've there. never been. Don't go there. But I've, I've been out, like... <clears throat> I've seen... I've seen dolphin, like just paddleboarding off of Delray. I've yeah, seen dolphin. Yeah. I've seen, um, I've seen uh, sea sea turtles. Like yeah, there's some nice huge ones out sea there. turtles. I've seen sharks, though I can't tell what kind they are. I could just say, well, that was a gray, dark gray. That one was like a light sandy color. So like I, I don't know yeah, what yeah. kind they are. I just you ever seen a manta ray. Yes. Those are like the coolest yeah, manatees. See. I've seen manatees out yeah. there. Yeah, and I that's just me paddleboarding no more than 100 yards, 100 yards yeah. off, the, off the coast. So imagine yeah, what yeah. else is out oh, there yeah. that we can't see. Yeah, I remember lots of stuff. Like that's... last year, I was in a, on a condo and I was overlooking the water. This is like a Saturday morning and I'm looking. There's a couple of people like sitting there. I'm like, and I have a photo. This is like a little shark. Had to be like a good like four or five footage just swimming like. Had to be within arm's reach, and these people had no fucking clue. No way. No That's fucking funny. clue. And I'm looking at this from like the 23rd floor. I'm like, oh, those people have no fucking clue. There's a shark right there. That's so funny. And like, I'm too high up to be yelling at them, but when I was like, when I was in like high school, I walked across the Lake Worth Bridge. Yeah, yeah. And I saw a school of manta rays. Yeah. That was just like it was just amazing to see. So it was like off the pier, probably. Yeah, that's really no, rare. no, no. The, oh, walking over the Lake Worth Bridge, like I looked over, right. and I watched this school, I've like seen a, like almost like, like a bird flock, like a flying V. Yeah. I've seen Have you heard? Here's something for you guys. There's supposed to be some kind of water monster that lives in Lake Worth between uh, where. Um, What's what's that uh, where the uh, Key Lime House is, uh-huh. and Lake Worth Bridge? There's some supposed to be some kind of like water something that they don't know what it is that like follows boats and like what does, does it all do? Kinds of shit. What's that? What does it do? Like what is it? They don't know. They don't Google know. They don't know. But it's like a local kind of like like myth it's margin. our local myth. Like like our local Loch Ness monster, but yeah, like yeah. It's, it's probably like a giant pool of. Flip it might be a pro- you know what it probably is probably some big fucking gator or something. Yeah, I mean it could be like so many things. The crazy thing is like, I mean tiger. There's tiger sharks in this area. I mean there's all sorts of. of I know crazy that stuff. they have them off of two George, uh, two Georges and banana boat in uh, in Boynton Beach. The tiger sharks. There's like little sharks there. They're like yeah, don't don't go in there. Yeah. They have muck monsters. What they call it. I told you. Muck monster, yeah, really? Muck monster. For, let me see. Let me pull up this article and see what this guy's all about. We'll probably wrap it up in a, in a couple of minutes here. Uh, this mysterious serpentine creature was captured by shocked eyewitnesses on videotape as it slithered just beneath the surface of Florida's Lake Worth Lagoon. I guess someone's got a photo of it. Um, serpentine. I mean, it could have just been a big pot. Like, it's supposed to be been there for years. That's crazy. Um, all right. Well, I guess there is something that we'll have to. We'll have to go in we'll further. Go I speak. I speak nothing but truth. All right. So let's go into the real nitty gritty of this. How do you survive an alligator attack? Um, play dead. He told you. Yeah. If play you dead. if you actually bit, um, basically just fully relax your body. Um, 
you don't want to struggle at all. No noise. Yeah, you you want to just basically like act dead if you're actually in its mouth. Uh, if you're not in its mouth yet, the key is to just to stay calm. If it's coming at you like on the surface, say you're like wakeboarding like you were, right. and there's just one you know coming at you on the surface. What you want to do is you want to duck under it. If you just duck under the water, it, it's like. For oh, gators, go? <laughs> for gators, when something ducks under the water, it means that they think it's gonna hit them first. So right. to them, that's like a surprise. Like sometimes gators, what they'll do to each other, one will be on the surface, one will come up from underneath and just like boom, right. grab it from underneath. So if you get underneath it, that's good. If you get underneath it and it still is coming towards you, you get under. You want to avoid all contact as you know as much as possible. Um, if it's still coming towards, if you get underneath it, pop up somewhere else and it comes towards you again, what you want to do at that point is slowly try to kind of make it back to your boat. And if it's just really keeps coming out at you, then you just do the, the like grab thing, but don't, right. don't do that. Don't, don't go straight for the throat right yeah, away. Yeah, don't, don't do so that. Don't give him the goozle. If I'm backing out, don't give him the goozle. Am I keeping the high contact and backwards going out? Yeah. But the thing is, is honestly, a gator would almost never like come after a person because a gator at the surface if you swim at it it like goes down right hey, dude haven't part. you ever seen happy gilmore you drop the fucking elbow yeah, on it right? people's elbow <laughs> and give give okay. that eye to chubbs mcgee question number two how do you survive a shark attack so the shark attack is just basically you want to get under eye contact um and just make like noise and so the noise i make is like a machine bubbles. gun it's like right like that like right. really I wonder what really they think loud it is. and you farting underwater it just it's just a noise that they don't hear naturally you know it's like bah, 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 to them it's like what the you know they have very good hearing and it's not something they hear right and it really distracts them so that alone should be enough to get you out of the situation if it keeps like persisting and persisting fucking um, michael jordan that shit yeah so if it's a <laughs> if it's a if it's a small if it's a small shark um, you just push it away or another thing that I've actually done with like lemon sharks sometimes that are just going crazy like sometimes I've been in situations I have like nine lemon sharks around me and there's what what you can do is you just like if they're really just feeding frenzy going crazy and I've like put myself in these like it's not something you'd run into in the wild but uh, literally just like if you grab a shark like around the gills basically and just hug it that's like to them that's like super assertive they don't so know see, that's well no that's like that's they don't the other, know the other question like i always heard that to too it's like you open up the gills or something yeah you don't want to open but if you just like if you just grab it and then let go they just swim off like um you give it a hug you you basically want to like be very assertive with it you don't if you try running it's gonna it's going to hit you. If you splash and just go crazy, it's going to also get much more interested. Uh, if you make, like, loud slapping noises, it's going to get interested. Um, basically, in the water, it thinks, like, you're freaking out, too. No, right? not really. That That's, yeah, you, you definitely want to try to stay calm. Um, shark sugar. Sharks, definitely, for them, your heartbeat is so loud. Like, it's just, like, yeah. boom, boom. Like, they can hear your heartbeat when they're 100 feet below you easily. So... You want to just kind of stay calm. I mean, as calm as possible. Uh, even if you're not calm, if you like appear calm, they're not really gonna mess with you for the most part. Um, and if you end up like actually getting like bit, like say this is an actual thing that happened. There's a kid out in uh, Port St. Lucie kiting, and this was probably like one of the few fatal shark attacks. But uh, he was kiting. So when you're kiting, half of your body is out of the water. 
bull sharks came up he tried to body drag away from him which is probably like the worst thing you can do because with bull sharks they see something that's the size of only half your body if they see your full body you're actually like you're like the size of a bull shark you're like the size of a bull shark um I'm more of a mako but i mean that's cool a mako <laughs> exactly but um yeah so they they see you as a big thing but if they just see half your body or your surfboard or your legs they're gonna think something so you want to get in there and just really be assertive and watch it and most of the time that'll make them uncomfortable to where they just leave and they can see you they yeah, can they see can your see eyes. you see watching them like that's the raptor. whole thing with sharks Fuck. is they're they're mainly um like ambush like they they have endurance they have speed but they really when they're hunting fish like if you look at a shark's back it's n there's not a whole lot of detail there it's just like brown so when they're in a school of fish the way they do it is they come up they get kind of like below or to the side and they just boom they just hit them like that um so you want to just basically be watching it if your eyes are on the shark especially like bull sharks or you're like swimming out there they can definitely see your eyes um and then with that kiting incident if you're ever kiting and you come into a, a contact with a shark what you want to do is you want to slam your kite as hard as you can on the water because mm. what that's going to do is it's going to make them go towards the kite and then you just want to you want to you want to be able to relaunch it but you just want to chill there and get your whole body in the water right and just have your kite like right there ready to go very very slowly just kind of like go towards your board if if your board is wherever um and just do everything very very slowly and concise if you just start freaking out and trying to get away from them one's gonna bite you and once one bites you it's just like they're gonna go crazy so you just want to do everything very slow and concise and just really be assertive right. uh, and if you do that Fuck, they're man. they're it's i mean honestly like the chances of that though are like you know very low watch, watch like watch. i i put myself weekend, there's gonna be like a shark attack watch. i put myself in these situations like every day for the last four and a half years and i mean i've had like only a handful of times where like stuff has gotten like sketchy <laughs> what do you mean by sketchy like how sketchy what's the sketchiest uh probably like one time i had the bull shark like one time i really had a bull shark uh, charge at me and then i had a dusky shark one time it was like green water and i slapped my fin because there's no sharks around we were with clients so to get sharks there i slapped my fin and this dusky just flew out of the green water and when he came up his back was turned towards me and then for the last like three feet he turned and then he just grabbed my fin and pulled my fin off and then just swam with my i had slapped my fin so that's how accurate he hit it he hit where right, it was right where ah, my fin slapped yeah came in whacked it and then just like swam 13 feet just shaking my fin in its mouth just like profusely shaking it and i've seen that with dusky sharks a lot is they just hit basically a lot Did you of get stuff your fin back yeah yeah I got, he just <laughs> dropped it i got it back um was it fucked up it actually wasn't that fuck it was just scratched um huh. but it was just like That's a, a nice plastic shark. yeah it's a plastic fin um but yeah, it's duskies. A lot of times they'll they'll hit. Like if you're if you're just out in like green water, that's another thing. Is viz is a huge factor with both sharks and and uh, both sharks and alligators. Like really murky viz can change the whole situation. It can change their whole mood, stuff like that. Fuck. Wow. Now I learned something. There's your exactly. whole learned something today. But yeah, today you know, I learned. You know something something crazy is when I'm out like kiting or or windsurfing or uh, like windsurfing and not shark diving like 
I, for the most part, like don't particularly, especially kiting, uh, like don't want to see sharks really. I mean, well, if I see one, that's, that's cool. But the thing is, is like with shark diving, it's a fully different thing because you're really like they're you know they come in and they smell the bait they're in like they're in like pizza mode they're like not in like kill mode they're like in the free food yeah Yeah. exactly instead of like you're about to step in the ring mode kind of like you know they're like fully different it's like situations like that those are good analogies all right it's like walk it's the difference between walking into mcdonald's and Walking into a Chick-fil-A. No, no, no. Walking into like Golden Corral. <laughs> I do get where pretty like, aggressive in It's Chick-fil-A. a Golden Corral where a bunch of people are. So you got to get aggressive if you want to get that prime rib. Right. And by the way, did you see this? This is how fucking creative this kid is. Look at this. He did this in like five minutes. Oh, very hexagonal. I right. thought it was just crushed. No, dude, he did this in, in like five minutes. We're sitting here like talking. And he's, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, here you go. Yeah, that's like, that's the only thing I learned in, in driver's ed. <laughs> <laughs> no man look thank you very much for doing this if uh people want to try and uh and uh hit you up for for a shark dive because i guess you can't take people out for gator dives right no not okay. really gator dives is a personal hobby so yeah. shark dives where or where can they reach so out to you so it's really simple just floridasharkdiving.com um and honestly it's it's a great thing for like like fighters like it just watching sharks you learn a lot about just movement in general and just like lots of different stuff you learn from them and like how far ahead do you got to book that uh i'd say probably like a few weeks like three weeks or something all right i gotta i gotta save up i'm definitely down for that i'm down for that i gotta save up for that yeah so floridasharkdiving.com well dude i'll just take you out on my paddleboard you can follow me we'll go out about 200 no. yards and I'll jump, dump nothing. you over. I've jumped out. What's the furthest you've actually been on the water? Like in the water. Like in a boat? Like I like, went no in the water. Well, no, no. Like I went I went out fishing <laughs> no one time water. and I got seasick. So they told me to jump in the water and I we couldn't see land, so I don't yeah. know how far we were. No oh, man, that's a shitty fucking feeling. I did that once. I was like a good like mile or two out. Yeah, I yeah. Jumped in the water. Man, that'll make you fucking yeah, if you guys if you guys come out on the shark boat, take a Jeromamine like 24 hours before you do, and then one the morning of. And that's just a tip for on any any boats. You take a Jeromamine 24 hour if you know you're gonna get seasick 24 hours before, and then the morning of the dive or whatever you're gonna be you doing. You know what's funny is like I don't get seasick. Oh, I do. But if I go in the water and like it's got a, like a strong current, that'll fucking hit me. Really? That'll hit me hard. No, no, the boats hit me. As soon as I get in the water, it goes away. I'm really? Like, oh. Yeah, usually that's how... Usually people are, like, really seasick. Then they get in the water, it gets a little better. And then they get seasick from that motion. And then... Switch. Yeah, and then they're just... Next thing you know, they're, like, projectile vomiting through their snorkels. And there's sharks around. And yeah. It's a crazy situation. <laughs> I, did that, I did that, like, if I go snorkeling and I'm low, like, especially if you're low to the sand and it's, like, the current's pulling back and forth. Really? Yeah, no way. I get fucking... But otherwise, like... 15 foot wave I'm like alright we're doing this I'm good to go no? otherwise it's good alright so crazy. shark diving uh, what is it Florida shark diving floridasharkdiving.com uh, we're gonna tag your Instagram it's uh, we'll give it a shot it's, it's like double underscore X it's X is it 84 no so X double underscore E double underscore L double underscore A very very simple it's just lots of underscore 
and then it'll probably pop and up. And then add underscores between each letter. Yeah, there you go. I did, actually, I looked it up with only doing one underscore. Yeah, did and it, come it showed up. up. Oh, yeah. cool, cool. So make sure you follow Alex. Check out some of his prints. Uh, we're going to take a couple more photos with this stuff. Uh, so the ones that he's got for sale, definitely, I'd say pick them up. Like I said, from one photographer to another, these shots are, are fucking amazing. And the quality of the print is, is definitely uh, pro and outstanding. So... You definitely pick one up if you get a chance to. Thank you, Alex, for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was no, awesome. I appreciate it. We're definitely going to get you back on here for some more stories. Uh, follow Sean at Gorilla Boy BJJ and uh, follow the podcast at Jiu Jitsu Radio and follow me at Sonder Marketing. If you like the podcast, please go ahead and share it. Follow Alex. Follow uh, Sean. Giggles. Follow me. Make sure you check out all of our sponsors. Big shout out to Choke Aloha, uh, Jiu Jitsu Soap, um, Giraffe Choke, and our good peoples over at Nomad. You want to throw that up on the camera? I did. I just did. I was okay. showing them 50 years of Stoke. Yeah, it's 50 years. Shout out to Nomad. So thank you very much, and we'll catch you guys next time. You can't <laughs> Deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Keep stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine right, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators off. Woo! <laughs>